This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Happy New Year. It is 2023. 2023. That's a little crazy. You're a little crazy. I, so I've been told. <laughs> Do we want to give them an example? No, no, we don't need to. I think right we now. should. Do you have an example? I do, and I really would like to share it. Okay. We can always start it over. So, my mom, after Christmas, we brought the Christmas tree into the living room. It had been in, like, the front area of our house. We brought it into the living room. We decided we loved it. So, my mother went looking for another tree so we could have one in both rooms. Because I like one in the front window. I just have to explain. I like one in the front window because then you can see it from the outside, like when you come home at night. Because, I don't know, when it gets dark at 5 o'clock at night, like, I hate it. But the twinkling lights from the Christmas tree make me happy. So. But also, we love having one in the living room because it makes Christmas feel like it's with us. Because we don't spend a ton of time in that front room. So we decided to look for a new tree. My A second tree. A second tree. My mom found one for free. So we went and we picked it up. My mom then found another one for free. So we went and picked that one up as well. Because my bedroom window also faces the front of the house. And I've always thought, and we did one year when we had put the new floors in, we put our tree up in my, in our window, um, in our bedroom so that we could have it up. And then when the floors were in, we moved it downstairs and I liked it, but that tree was too big for that area. So... So Then we had three trees. And then, this is the cherry on top. This is my favorite part. Actually, we have multiple other trees because I have a separate tree for when I move out. And my brother Andrew has a separate tree for when he moves out. So then, currently... So the count is now at this point In the story, we have five Christmas trees in the attic. Just two days ago? Monday? Monday night is when it was found, and then so Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, there is another free tree. <laughs> we go and we pick it up. The tree says it's eight feet tall. We have what nine foot ceilings? No, it's eight like foot. eight foot ceilings. Okay, but hypothetically, it should fit, right? Wrong. This tree is nine feet tall and fits nowhere in our house that's not true so what hold on i'm not going to the story okay okay so then at this point in the story mom is like this is fine that it's that tall because now we can have one in my window in the front room in the living room and also i think it would be cool to have a christmas tree have a christmas tree it, on the landing between all of the floors of our house. You have, like, a landing that separates all of them. And it's a large open area, and there's, this, like, really not much there. So I've always tree. thought it would be really cool. And it's got really, really tall ceilings right there. Just saying. Hold on. <laughs> so we put it there. You can't walk anywhere. <laughs> this tree is so big. You have to walk sideways to get into every room. <laughs> So now we have how many trees in the attic? Six. Six trees. Six full-size Christmas trees. And I just, I felt like the people needed to know about that. All right. I feel like there's a lot of shade being thrown my way. We have our own 
personal fake Christmas tree farm in the attic. I did actually dream about Christmas trees last night. Um, but it was the fact that there might be too many at this point. Maybe. Are you okay? I'm like choking. Maybe just the nine foot Christmas tree is too much. So, I mean, the plan is that one probably cannot stay. But what I'm thinking is if any of my kids have left the house by next year, maybe they will have tall ceilings. Tall ceilings. I've always wanted a super tall Christmas tree. Yeah. So, like, it's possible. It is a nice Christmas tree. And this is part of the reason why we picked this one up is because the first two free ones that I got after the holiday season this year are pre-lit, but the lights don't work. So then you just have, like, lights that are out on the tree. And you have to wrap it with lights, which I'm not concerned about. But, like, it looks nicer if there's not also, like... Lights that don't work. Yeah. And so I understand. It was just know, that really was funny. Thought. And I felt like we should kick the new year off with a really funny story. So now we've done that. And we're going to move into our topic. If you listen to the other... Bible Way Media Podcasts, you probably have noticed the theme. Are they just saying that it's the theme? Overarching all of the topics? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, it is seeking God first in this new year. And we were like, they're trying to break up (laughs) our perfect back and forth of the people. But if you've noticed, we're on a good person. So we just picked somebody who we felt as though... Seeked? Sought? Sought God... No. Seeked. Was seeking. Was seeking God first. Not in a new year. We're not told that. No. But... A new week. A new week. Right? So we're going to talk about Mary Magdalene. And we're going to start by reading Mark 16. (laughs) I don't know what I was about to say. We're going to read Mark 16, verses 1 through 11, is what we agreed on. I just said that like we debated it. There was this whole moment where we fought. We, she she said through 11 and, and I was like, I only had through 10. There was screaming <laughs> and pulling of hair and it was violent, but we landed on 11. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I just said we should read 11 because it finished the paragraph and she's like, good point. That's how it really <laughs> went down, but it's fun to say it the other way. Um, so anyways, <laughs> read that now. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Salome... James, actually. I see that. Okay, sorry. My bad. No, no you're bad. My, uh, <laughs> allow me to say it. Okay. <laughs> you told a whole story about how I was crazy, so I feel like... No, I was just telling them my favorite story from the holidays. It was a good one. Okay. I'm going to start again. All right. You're only halfway through a verse, so my apologies. I'm going to need you to just take it down a notch, okay? Okay. (laughs) I'm just playing with you. (laughs) Um, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had bought pieces, sweet spices, (laughs) had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a white 
long white garment, and they were affrighted. And he said unto them, Be ye not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen, early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And when she and she went and told them that it had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed it not. So that's her. All right. Yeah, that's it. And obviously she was not alone when she went to seek after um, the body of Jesus to anoint him. But um, we kind of picked her out anyway, just because it says there that... We've already done Mary the mother of James, haven't we? I don't know that we did. I don't think we did. Oh. Yeah, so there's we, a lot of Marys. Yeah, we could have we could have done them all. But um, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. So it says there in verse 9. So really just the idea that this is a woman who um, was seeking Jesus and not just in his death, but we also see throughout the Gospels that she was one who ministered unto him while he was also alive. Um, in Luke chapter 8, we have, it's really just a list of women um, who were following after Jesus and ministering to him out of the things that they had. They were ministering to him. So we know that this is something that she did um, while he was here on this earth in his ministry, and she was there serving him then. And then in his death, she went on the first day of the week. And you might think, what? Were you uh, say I, just, I was going to say something. I think it's important to notice that with our topic with, of seeking God first in the new year, this is the first thing that Mary Magdalene did on the first day of the week, right? It says they got up early with the rising of the sun and went to go see Jesus and to bring him sweet spices, yes. specifically. <laughs> uh, so I think it's important to notice that that was the first first th- that was a priority they made it a priority in their day yeah and it's, it was like as soon as the sabbath was was passed so mm-hmm. it was like they of course were still trying to because the new law had not been given yet and so jesus had just fulfilled the old law so i mean we're kind of in this like they were still trying to abide by the sabbath and all this so the sabbath was passed so now they can work and so immediately before the sun was even up they were out trying to do what needed to be done um, for Jesus and for his body. So, yeah, they were out first thing in the morning, rising of the sun. They come to the sepulcher and are looking for him. And and then they see um, that he is not there. But I did like the fact that it's seeking God first. And there in verse 6, it says, "Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. So, yeah, like you're seeking Jesus, but he's not here. Um, so obviously they were seeking him physically, but they had actually found him spiritually because they were still like focused on him Mm -hmm. and what needed to be done. So yeah, made, made him a priority, went to do what they could, which is what they kept doing while he was here during his ministry. Also, like in Luke chapter eight, verses one and two, it says, um, that they ministered unto him out of their, sorry, I was looking it up and then I. 
I got sidetracked. Luke chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Sorry. Luke chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Um, it says that they ministered unto him out of their substance. So basically, they used whatever they had to be able to minister to Jesus. So whether that be food or, in this case, the spices to go and anoint his body. So, yeah, they were serving him while he was alive and serving him also in his death. Is that all? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably jump back in. Okay, that's fair. I, I just didn't want to interrupt your point. Um, so the one I wanted to look at specifically was um, the fact that not only when she found out that Jesus was risen, not only did she seek God first thing in the day, and not only did she make that a priority, but when she was told that um he was risen she went and she told people she did not keep this information to herself so not only do we need to see god first in the new year but we need to spread that the gospel and god and salvation and all that to everybody um it says they don't believe her so it's not necessarily about you're not going to get everyone to believe you but you, you have to try so I think that's a really good point. And then I think, like, looking at what was her motivation for doing this, like, why was she so passionate about following Jesus and about seeking Jesus when, like, like obviously she brought spices to anoint his body because she knew that he had been crucified. So why was she still following after him? Obviously, he couldn't do anything else for her. Right? Like physically. physically. Well, not physically, but he had cast out devils from her. But I think that just shows that she um, had a attitude of gratefulness for what he had done for her. And she felt indebted to him. And um, she knew he was the Messiah. And yeah, I was going to say, but that hope lies in him. And so mm-hmm. just that same idea and trying to like get application for like, why do we seek him? Like, because we need to remember Christ. Yeah, because he's the Christ. He is our hope. And that's where our hope lies. And if we have that hope of We're something, yeah, we need to share that with others so that they can have that hope as well. So just getting to the motivation behind why she would do this, you know, like, make it such a priority when, like, I don't think that she understood fully, which the apostles didn't Nobody either, which is why fully. they didn't believe her when she said he's risen they're like no but he even told them but still they were like no they were a little confuzzled i mean i think we all would be but yeah it just shows she had a heart that was going to seek after god and we know that if we seek after him we will find him amen so yeah how can we seek after god let's do a little practical application here oh okay I mean, like, we can seek after him in everything we do. Yeah. Bible study, prayer. Always. Going to worship. Make it a priority to tell others about him. So, by living a good example and... Mm-hmm. trying and talking to people about it. Yeah, trying to start Bible studies with people. Um, and it's a good way to start that is just to have Bible conversations before you even like sit down with the Bible and just, you know, 
go through scripture or whatever, just starting to have conversations and starting to make that part of your relationship with people is they know, like when I talk to Addie, like she's going to bring up God. Mm -hmm. And so just making that part of your conversations in everyday life. And that just becomes easier and easier then to um, bring that up. So, but yeah, seeking God first, making him a priority, carving out maybe more time to spend in Bible study. Um, I know one thing I want to do is get better at my prayer life in this new year. It's not a resolution. It's just a, I know I need to do better. Mostly just because I feel like I get distracted sometimes with life. Life is hard. Or with my thoughts, honestly. Thinking sometimes, is a lot. Sometimes I'm like looking at one thing or thinking about one thing and then boom, something else pops into my head. So focusing. Yep. focusing. Focus is hard. Yeah, so I actually got a like a little set of prayer cards for Christmas. It's like in a little tin can. It looks like a little, I thought it was like recipe can. How did thing. I miss you getting this? Because it was in Sedalia. Mm. And um, so it was from my mother-in-law. Um, shout out to Kathy. Grandma but, Kiki. Um, anyway, so it's really neat. But I was like, you know, I should just, I think it's meant to be for like a prayer list kind of idea. But I think what I'm going to use it for is to actually like write names as I'm praying because if I'm writing, then my mind will stay focused. There you go. So, yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. Good for you. That's it. And this one doesn't really lend itself to relationship advice. Now I'm trying to think. I mean, we can See, always make God it work. first in your relationship. Yes. Once again, find someone who's also seeking God. Marry a Christian. Marry a Christian, right? Yeah, someone who's like, I love the analogy of like, don't spend time looking for like a mate just out in the world, right? You. That's pointless. You focus on your walk towards God and becoming closer to God. And then when you look next to you, you look for other people who are doing the same thing, right? And so you're both going in the same direction. You're both seeking after God with everything that you have. And then. You're already like moving in the right direction, so you just Have reach the over, same goals. grab their hand, and then off you go. Don't okay. Hold on, time out. <laughs> Back up. Don't just start grabbing people's hands and expect things to go well. Um, <laughs> that was a metaphor. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I was like, you know, my brain works in pictures. Oh, yeah, but let's take this as a metaphor. Not okay. As- yes. Share that with the people so they don't think that I'm just... Don't just... We're not just grabbing people's hands. (laughs) All right. Metaphorically. On this note, what do we say? Do we say... um, Do we say... um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. We do? We do. You're just nodding. They can't see that. You can't use facial expressions. (laughs) They can hear a smile. (laughs) What? They can hear if you're smiling while you talk, so that's a facial expression. Hold on. Am I smiling right now? (laughs) I can't stop smiling. How am I supposed to answer that? I can see you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Say it. Say it so I can stop it. (laughs) Thank you.
We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.